Well, friends, not only are you going to be getting this two days late, but it is not with Dusty, nor does it have any uh, well-thought-out topic. No, no, no. I am recording this on Sunday night uh, after a week of strep throat, ear infections, mountain vacations, pool parties, post-vacation chaos, fatigue, a dryer trying to burn up on me, shows and books that have blown my mind, and just little curveballs left and right. Um, Maybe I'll come back to the whole burning dryer incident later, but here's just a friendly reminder that you should probably vacuum the lint void weekly alongside simply emptying the trap um, with each cycle. There was no fire. It just uh, uh, had scalded lint in a couple places where you don't want lint. Um, But thankfully for new technology, uh, it makes it pretty hard for new dryers to catch fire without turning themselves off first. So, shoo! Uh, Dusty and I, um, we just, we simply did not have time the past couple weeks to sit down together um, after, you know, getting the kids to bed and um, such to do our planned recording. Um, Oh, okay. Maybe we had time a couple of nights, but on those particular nights, we were both just too daggone exhausted uh, to even think about being cute and doing the intended beer tasting, Hogwarts, Legoing, and in-depth chip-chatting that was um, expected of our first episode. Uh, is it, could we have just recorded something random and had a good chin wag? Yeah, sure, probably. Um, But instead, we sat our butts on the couch and binged our shows before I fell asleep and he got on his nightly business meeting with the Xbox controller. Um, I thought about hopping on last night for a little solo blab about the week or what have you, but I was just so ready to be done for the evening. So this is what you get. Uh, Just awkward me by my lonesome, uncertain of what I shall dive into with you lovely people tonight. Honestly, I don't know if I'll ever get used to... I just did air quotes. You can't see me. Cool. Anyways, I'll never get used to talking by myself on these solo episodes or like doing videos of myself. I don't enjoy not having someone to talk to or talking to a weird parallel universe group of possible future listeners. (laughs) I mean, do people really get used to this? Like, do people who do solo podcasts and videos regularly get used to this? Because it makes me feel a little bit insane. Uh, oh well, I guess cuckoo's nest it is tonight. Um, so, well, we might as well start with what is taking up a bunch of space in the excitement compartment of my brain right now, and that is the fact that my Eddie dedication t-shirt from Blissfully Bookish is set to be delivered tomorrow. I'm so excited. My friend and colleague Gabby received hers yesterday, I think, or the day before, and I will openly admit I had a flash of envy um, because I was just so ready to get mine. Come 60 degrees and lower, I will wear it far too often. I mean, Eddie, what a freaking character. Like, I'm going to go ahead. Okay, we're going to start here. We are going to start... We're going to start with some Stranger Things talk, and because I am not good about being careful about things like this, I will go ahead and throw a spoiler alert in here, um, because I am not going to try to tiptoe around what people may or may not know. So, if you haven't watched Stranger Things, and you intend to, and you intend to, like, be serious about it and not know what's happened, um, maybe 
proceed with caution or listen later. Um, so Eddie, Eddie, he came in as this person, um, that I would assume you're supposed to kind of hate, but I loved him from the jump. Why is it that I find slightly eerie, mischievous smiles to be so alluring? I don't know, guys. It was just something about him. A rebel without a cause, but obviously had this longing to succeed and be valued. And uh, he immediately showed his charm and soft side to Chrissy. I mean, he's witty, he's weird, he's wild. He's a a bad boy shell with a good heart. And his uh, cafeteria table scene in the beginning somehow reminded me of Dead Poets Society, which is one of my all-time favorite films ever. I just, I loved him. Overall, wholeheartedly, from the jump, loved him. I told Dusty he was immediately a favorite character. So I I felt so bad for him having to witness that horrendous event with Chrissy after feeling like maybe she was ever so slightly drawn to his charm or at least a a person who was willing to be kind to him and that his crazy side might not be so crazy if such a normal person felt that way. And then, of course, everyone blames him after the fact. He's that guy. My heart ached. My heart ached. And then uh, Dustin's little... Uh, little brother friendship or admiration of him just melted me. It just, uh, D- Dustin came in and was just so certain he would never. He was like, no, 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 nope. Ugh. But, uh, okay, pause. Honestly, how in the world would any of them, especially police who have seen crazy stuff and what people can do, how would any of them truly think a human being was capable of that type of mutilation. Humans are capable of that type of hate and evil, which sucks, but it's just true. Um, But it would take a person with Hulk-like strength on all sorts of steroids, who also had some wildly intense and advanced tools to do that sort of damage. I had a really hard time getting past that. I try to be open-minded and give a lot of grace to the story in horror films and thriller shows or movies, but sometimes you just can't mask stupidity that's placed there because, you know, it has to fit with the storyline. Like, unworldly stupidity that's just totally unlikely. It's I mean, I guess you could argue that everything in the show is unlikely, but then you're just a true party pooper, so we won't even go there. But I digress. Weirdo takes the blame, of course, but the other weirdos come to his rescue, like their awesome little selves, uh, to help him and to save their friends and save the world. And it's hilarious how they... um, They said, you know, we know you didn't do it because dot, 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 cue background story. And he's like, um, that's ridiculous. (laughs) So it's so funny to me that Mr. Dungeons and Dragons, who just witnessed this crazy, like, demonic possession style event, had to take a beat and absorb the concept of the Upside Down and Vecna. And I'm feeling so nerdy right now, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Anyways, I'm no show reviewer. Um, I I won't sit here and walk through all the details of the season, partly because I am not prepared and partly because of good old ADHD memory blind spots. I just, I would not be able to tell you nearly as many details of the show as someone else would, even though I sat and watched the whole thing, probably because my mind drifted every 
10 minutes to somewhere else and only caught the important parts. Anyway, essentially, Eddie hops on board with the old crew and they like head out to find the portals and save the world. And he's like, you want me to come with you to the Mordor of this realm, like a true hell to try to save the world that hates me, that the, the world and the, the, the city that hates me from this insane, unbeatable person in a parallel universe. And then he's like, hmm, I mean, everything sucks here and they hate me no matter what. And they're after me for horrendous murders that I didn't commit. Uh, and some of them are trying to kill me. So let go. And that's that's where my shirt comes into play. It's adorned with the beautiful Eddie quote from this very moment. The Shire is burning, so Mordor it is. Ah, so very Frodo Baggins of you, Eddie. Or maybe it's more like Pippin. He's a little bit more Pippin-y. Either way, I love it. So anyways, steadily shows like more of the characters, his his charm and kindness and his understanding behind his kooky heavy metal exterior. And I just, I continue to fall in love with him. He's fantastic. The character is so well-written and I, I hate that as far as we know, it's such a short-lived character, which kind of sucks. It seems like, it seems like there's always like a, a, a short-lived, but but powerful, poignant and important character in each season. Anyways, um, the, the, as they were supposed to, the rest, most of the rest of the audience fell in love with him too. The people who did hate him in the beginning and didn't like, like him end up falling in love with him. Um, and if you're, yeah, if you didn't like good, goodbye to your soul, how can you not love a darkly masked, masked glowing protagonist, a lovable weirdo, a person acting out just yearning to be loved and accepted and succeed and be a hero, a rebel who just needs some love. Uh, you're nuts. You're nuts if you don't if you don't love one of those. Anyways, um I'm going to say anyways a lot. I am noticing that this like I said, not planned, rolling with the wind here. Anyways is one of my go-to uh Tra- tra- transitions it's my it's my butt um <laughs> so he one of his sticks is that he that he's a runner he running is just what he does he doesn't stand up and fight like you would you know when he's in character in dnd and i re- i know nothing about dungeons and dragons i'm just going to call it dnd because it's easier and that's what they call it but i'm not calling it that because i know anything about it i have no idea um Anyways, hides from his problems, wears a mask, runs when there's confrontation um, and when there's trouble. But when his time in the show comes to shine and he absolutely monstrously serenades the entire upside down with a glorious Master of Puppets by Metallica guitar solo for truly uh, what uh, what they deemed the most metal concert ever absolutely was. Um, as, as he and Dustin are pursued by those raunchy man-eating bat bird things of Vecna's. Ugh, so good. He comes through, comes through. So goodness, I'd, I'd already started to tear up. I was hand tapping and head banging in a cloud of nostalgia as he rocked out his moment, was just so happy for the, the, the pure joy and excitement and purpose he was getting to feel. And they're having such a blast and a deeply little like heartfelt, high five little big bro best friend moment in its own right like a a terrifying moment of essentially being bait but a moment of triumph and expression of self and getting to be the the 
hero and the good guy in his own way with his own I don't know his own flair I just I loved it loved that moment loved it which I'm sure most people did like if uh, I would bet that if you google Eddie's solo like it's a huge thing anyways um and then the celebration once they sealed themselves in most metal ever their bond just kills me weirdos unite adorable um so little buggers start to get in and uh get into the the where they've sealed themselves in and they try to escape back through the portal and dusty makes it and eddie almost does but then he pauses and he decides to let dustin be saved and stay back to buy time and fight off the crazy bat things so that he can save his his the friends that are you know new friends some of them don't really like him that much yet and save the town that hates him and just thinks he's trash and ugh. but he decides to be a hero he doesn't run he decides to not be selfish or cowardly and to go help the people that he'd like grown to love oh I love it and my dude puts up a heck of a fight rides like the wind on that little in the moment in the moment the bicycle <laughs> he was on reminded me of um Wizard of Oz anyways battles his heart out but the nasty little things bite him all to bits um, and despite knowing in my soul that, like, his end was impending, I held out hope that maybe he'd pull through. That, um, like, maybe they'd only leave him maimed. And, of course, all this comes at the same time as, uh, what's her face? Why can't I'm drawing a blank now? Which seems ridiculous. Uh, anyways, she's having her own little will-she-won't-she she moment. Um, and everyone else is, is going through their thing and, and Eleven's with Vecna. And I just feel like for most people, that was the apex of the episode or whatever. Um, and they were paying attention to what was going on with everyone. And, and, but I was just glued to Eddie. <laughs> just glued to what was happening with Eddie. Every time it cut to one of the other groups, I was like, nope, nope, go back to Eddie. Got to see what happens with Eddie. And of course, again, spoiler alert he dies Dustin's crushed and so much is going on but this is all I can focus on I have never cried so much like so so many actual tears it was I wasn't like bawling but the amount of tears that came out of me it more than any other show or movie I don't think I cried as much um during the entire series of this is us than between Eddie's heroic moment death and dustin's speech to his uncle just waterworks Ugh, died a hero saving a town that hated him ah! anyways i still have this lingering hope uh, that through some sort of upside down magic eddie gets to make a triumphant return so hmm, we'll see i mean we all thought hopper was dead right side note hopper got hot and not just like because of the haircut and you know, muscles or whatever, but the upside down and the Russian camps and all and whatnot made him like so emotionally strong. Well, I don't know, maybe it made him emotionally numb. <laughs> Anyways, he, through all of that, winds up with some like major charisma, like in some of those, in some of those later scenes, major charisma, like what? Go hop. You deserve, you deserve to have your hot guy moment and your charismatic moment because they made you a true like sloppy dork in all the first seasons. So big fan. But I promise I won't turn this into a Stranger Things fan podcast. I honestly I don't know enough tiny little details probably to do that. Um and 
I don't think anyone wants to hear that. Unless the good people demand more of it. No, but still no. Still no. Too many other random things to talk about. Um, But there's a spiel doting about my love for Eddie. Honestly, my appreciation for all hated weirdos with masked charm and kindness and a need for love. And um, let's be forthright here. I love a mischievous rebel. What can I say? So, uh, hey, tag or message me on Instagram at she's just buffering and let me know your thoughts on this season or your feelings about Eddie or any of the other characters. Hopper's transformation. Honestly, I have so many thoughts on this season. Um, Vecta slash number one. I could go on forever, Um, but we will just leave this random episode blurb as an Eddie dedication. How about that? All that to say, I'm excited for my new t-shirt tomorrow. It's boss. Uh, it's, uh, it's moments like this where I feel like I need a conversation partner. I was on the verge of saying, so what's everyone up to tonight? Or how was your week? But obviously you all can't answer that right now. So I'm just going to imagine you all had incredible weeks and you are drinking a good beer or red wine, cozied up with a good book or getting ready for the new episode of House of Dragons. Um, yeah. Yeah, Game of Thrones fans, Game of Thrones fans out there. Obviously, obviously you're not listening to this on Sunday night either. So I hope right now you're, I don't know, enjoying your daily commute or walk in the park or cooking a really crappy Pinterest meal that should have been good, but will probably end up being garbage. Sorry, it's likely that the best tasting food is almost never pretty enough for Pinterest anyway. I used to love cooking. I used to love cooking and was really good at it. Um, but it just usually feels like a chore now, unfortunately. (laughs) I do still love baking on the rare chance that I have the opportunity, time, energy, and all the necessary ingredients, but that's a pretty tall order for these days. So, and it's also too bad that I know that when I bake something, I'm all too likely to either want to eat it for every meal for the next four days, if it's good, or throw it all away if it doesn't meet my standards. Mm. Yeah. You know what I don't throw away? I do not throw away crumble cookies. At least, at least I have yet to. I mean, there are some little like bits of it that have gotten stale that I've thrown away. But uh, I also never order ones that I for sure won't like, like all the fruity ones or most of the peanut butter ones. But man, crumble. Crumble knows how to do a cookie. What kind of voodoo magic do they put in those? It's always the perfect consistency. That's huge to me in a cookie. Like their chocolate chip cookies are, they're the, the, they're the only chocolate chip cookies that I've ever liked as much as my family recipe. A classic, consistent, you can tell they use a solid amount of vanilla, which is crucial. Always, always add extra vanilla and extra salt. None of that imitation crap. You're welcome. Oh, mm. I mentioned at the beginning, we had vacation in the mountains this week. So what do you all think of Gatlinburg? Gatlinburg, anyone? I'll be honest. Mm. Downtown Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge are, are not my cup of tea. Absolutely no offense to anyone who does love them, to each their own. <laughs> does, anyone, does anyone else find themselves saying to each his own? I still, I, I still say that sometimes and I feel really dumb afterwards anyways to each their own but I find super touristy things a bit cringy 
Um, and it also looks and feels like a bucket of bacteria to me. So like, even though everyone else around me is there by choice as well, I always, for some reason, feel very embarrassed for myself. And that sounds horrible. Truth hurts. But anyways, I love staying in a cabin in the mountains, which is what we did. Coffee, yoga, amazing mountain views in the morning, sprinkled with little pretty fog, kids breakfast on the patio. Perfection. Perfection. And we did go, we went to Dollywood, which the kids loved. Um, Aside from Lyra getting stung by her first bee, that was miserable. Thankfully, she's not allergic though, and there was plenty to distract her afterwards. But um, I was baffled by the thrill level of the, um, I think it was called the Dragonfly biggest coaster Lyra met the like height requirement for we figured it would be pretty mild you know kid roller coaster she's still only four forty something inches um but it got us pretty good like on the first hill I was so terrified that she would freak out or hate it um but I I looked over and that little daredevil loved it and laughed the whole way hilarious and so fun so anyways Dollywood was good little cheesy but fun and clean for the most part I'll take it the train um adorable for like a picture beforehand Lyra said it looked like Harry Potter train which I thought was awesome um but riding on it it, I I felt like the ozone I was falling to pieces from all the smoke and soot entering my lungs and the fact that the fact that before the train starts they're like um uh, you may get an ember in your eye. Don't rub your eye and please do not pull the cord because an ember in your eye is not a medical emergency, even though it may feel like it. Please just leave your eye alone. And when we get off the train, let somebody know. And one of our medical professionals here will get the ember out of your eye. And I was like, excuse me, why is this so casual? An ember in your eye? First of all, that sounds like a medical emergency to me. Uh, second of all, like, why is it no big deal? Like, why are there disposable goggles or would say, you know, please wear your sunglasses on the ride, which we did. None of us got embers in our eyes, thankfully. But I felt like I had just cleaned a chimney when I was done. It was gross. And it wasn't even a very pretty ride. So sorry, Dollywood, no flack on you. You you, you gave us a wonderful day. Um, but the train was not great (laughs) anyways we uh there you go anyways but um but um but um uh we hit Anakista for our second day and that was gorgeous they had like treetop bridge adventures and you know little climbing adventures and amazing gardens outstanding views the food was fantastic um super cool stuff for the kids to do got to see a couple black bears up close which I have a love hate for um but truly if you head that way and are like me and aren't into the super gimmicky stuff in those kind of areas head up to Anakista something for everyone love it it's gorgeous the the ride up the mountain was fun and relaxing anyways yeah um, but what, what, what matters more than anything, whatever I liked and didn't like, so the, the kids had a blast and just felt loved by family and had so much fun. And we made a lot of memories. So memories made good time had, I was on antibiotics the whole time and the kids were off their normal sleep schedule. So we were all mucho, mucho exhausted when we got home. Um, but it was fun. I was thankful for a slow, simple Sunday today to recharge and reset, 
Um, not looking forward to post-vacation Mondays, though. Um, <laughs> honestly, Mondays are, every everyone knows this, Mondays are tough, but like post-vacation Mondays just feel overwhelming. I will probably, I have such a big like to-do list that I probably will just get like paralyzed and will hardly get any of it done. You know, diving back into routine plus excessive laundry and tidying up assignments for work deadlines and groceries and unloading groceries and meal planning and schedule filling and finishing unpacking. You know the drill. Yeah. Thankful for it all the same. But, well, friends, I, I think it is time to wrap this roadie up because I am either going to run out of things to say or... Or you're going to hear me talk for 30 minutes about dryer lint. And I really don't think anyone wants that. Um, if you do, you know, hit me up. We can we can talk dryer lint. We can talk vacuuming out a dryer if that is what you want to do. But I will save it for one-on-one combos. Uh, my main goal, priority, commitment, what have you for this podcast was consistency. Um, alas, I am two days past my intended posting schedule, but I'm still committed to the weekly consistency. So here's this, and here's hoping this weekend you get some rib-tickling confab with Dusty and I to enjoy, and then some more fun random guests throughout September. Um, but thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. I know a lot of you have listened to all these episodes so far and have given me feedback and I'm so appreciative and I'm glad you're enjoying them because I really didn't know what people would think. Um, so whether you do it for enjoyment or to make fun of me in the shadows, either way, I totally get it and I'm still grateful. But honestly, you can make fun of me to my face. Chances are I've already poked fun of myself for whatever it is you find yourself cackling about. (laughs) All right. Well, until next time. Bye.